Hey folks, just a few quick disclaimers before you hear this episode. As you'll hear in the interview, we recorded this a couple of weeks ago, which meant it was prior to the Nottingham women's games against Sheffield FC and Stoke. So although we referenced those games, obviously we weren't able to discuss them because they hadn't been played at time of recording. Also, I botched up the box-to-box quiz during the Mark Crossley episode, came up with the wrong score, was able to correct that in the edit, so the episode when you listen to it was correct, but then I got confused in this episode and I think I referenced the wrong score when Andy and Lindsay asked what Big Norm had gotten on the quiz. I tried to edit that out as best I could, but there may be some reference in there to Big Norm scoring nine points, which was wrong, so I apologise if that causes any confusion. Enjoy the episode. Hey, this is Shane Malcolm. And this is Jordan Schweitzer. We're the creators of boot bags. Fashionable, durable, washable. Boot bags are the most convenient way to carry your cleats to and from training or games. Check us out at bootbags.us. You're listening to the Force Fancast Podcast. So we're very excited on this Forest Fancast special episode to have a couple of guests from Nottingham Forest. Obviously we've got Big Norm the other day and that was uh, quite the treat. And now we have another couple of folks from Nottingham Forest who are going to represent a different part of the organisation. We focused a lot on the men's team and we're going to turn our attention in this episode to Nottingham Forest women's team. Delighted to welcome to the podcast coach Andy Cook. Captain Hello. Lindsay Harkin. Hey guys, how's it going? Hello, good, thank you. How are you? That's Lindsay, in case anyone's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't throw my voice that well. Um, I'm also delighted as well on this podcast to be joined by one of our, our regular contributors, Holly. Hey Holly, how's it going in South London? Not too bad. Currently chucking it down with rain, but all good, all good. Good, excellent, excellent. Well, really excited to talk to you guys today. I have been charting the progress of Nottingham Forest women's team for some time, but this is really timely because you guys are off the back of a big victory. So you know what? Let's let's start there because Andy's got a huge smile on his face. Lindsay too. It's a big deal. You guys put Derby County women's team to the sword 2-0 this past weekend. The worst question in football, but here it comes. How do you feel? On Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. It's always good to get one over on your rivals, so there's no different this time. Um, it was 2-0 winners as well, so to keep a clean sheet, it was a bit of an extra bonus as well, so it was really good. Now, you're a centre-back, right, Lindsay? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so the clean sheet is particularly special for you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Being, obviously, being a defender, it's pretty key to my position, so it was really good, yeah. Does Andy slip you a little bit extra on the win bonus? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Andy, put me under pressure now. Put me under pressure. <laughs> yeah, help me out here. <laughs> Andy, what does it feel like to beat Derby County as a Forest manager? Yeah, it's it's 
it's brilliant. Um, that's the third game, third third derby game that we've played, and now in the third derby game that uh, that I've led the team and we've won. So, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, we've uh, we've managed to yeah managed to get one over on them again, and and it's yeah it's just fantastic. I mean, not coming from Nottingham, not knowing the area too much when I when I came, it was one of those that we were I didn't know much about it, but Lindsay let me know and know in certain terms and a few of the other girls that are Forest supporters um, you know how big of a game it is and a few of the guys in the office that we work with that are, that are Forest fans you know they let you know um, and, and this week in the office has been fantastic just because you know we've, we've beat Derby so it's yeah it's been it's been brilliant Now you mentioned that you're not from Nottingham now you were with Oxford United previously Andy is that right? Uh, yeah that was yeah that was the last team I managed Oxford United women yeah That's my stomping ground actually Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not from Oxford either. But yeah, that's where the <laughs> team I was at. Um, so yeah, I've been been around the mill a bit. I also worked at uh, Durham and, and Sunderland and up there. I'm actually from the northeast, from uh, from Middlesbrough. Um, same as uh, same as old Big Ed. So, that's right. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if uh, if we've got half the success he had, it'll be a be a good time while I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. That's a magnificent connection. I like that a lot. Well, you guys were generous enough to send us over the game itself. So we actually got to watch, obviously we saw the goals on Twitter already, uh, saw those videos, but then we got to watch the game in its entirety. I've got to say, it was a fantastic game. It was really enjoyable to watch. It was end-to-end stuff, chances for both teams, a couple of incredible saves from your goalkeeper. Um, I think you hit the, hit the woodwork a couple of times, didn't you? Um, just really... Yeah, think so. bar, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really entertaining game. Of course, two good goals as well. But I know Rose Ax- Axtell's goal was important. It was her first in a red shirt. I think she was formerly with Derby, right? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we managed to bring her in uh, yeah, a couple of weeks before the start of the season. So, yeah, it was, it was nice for her to get her first goal against Derby. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, that was important. But all of the focus, of course, is on Charlotte's goal, Charlotte's Eccles. I mean, if folks haven't seen it, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and po- repost it anyway. She scores a free kick that, honest to God, when I was watching it, I said this to Holly before we hit record. It was psycho-esque. It reminded me of a Stuart Pearce <laughs> free kick from back in the day. It was one of, so ordinarily when free kicks are hit, they go up over the wall and, you know, they find their mark, they go wide, whatever. This was one of those free kicks that if you had drawn a straight line from the ball to the corner of the goal, top corner of the goal, it, it lasered. It was an absolute screamer. Could you believe it when that went in, Lindsay? Were you behind her? Did you have a good view of that? Um, I was in front of it. I was near the wall, but um, she did one in in pre-season, not as spectacular, but pretty good as well. Um, but I think that one was even better, not just for the occasion, but obviously the way she hit it was unbelievable. So, yeah, we was all really pleased for her, and obviously for her for, to get off to the winning start sort of thing. It was quite early on in the game as well, so quite a key time to score. Yeah, yeah. It was. What I loved about that goal was the roar from the crowd. It was absolutely yeah. fantastic. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And the ball just, it kind of just hung in the air as well. It, there was no backspin on it at all. It was an absolute rocket. Yeah. Is that something that she, she generally does quite a lot then? Is that sort of in her locker? Is that the kind of player that she is? Um, she's definitely, obviously, clearly in her locker. Um, she, she's only just recently come with her. She was winning the reserves last year and she's obviously mm-hmm. really impressed in there. Um, and she's stepped into the first team and just done really well. She's... Yeah. Um, she's more of a defend, defensive player, to be honest, but um, technically she's very good as well. So she's obviously got that in her locker too. 
Speaking of the crowd there, you guys, I think, had almost, almost 500 in attendance. Yeah, 400, 430, I think, was the actual, was the, was the number we give, we were given. So, yeah, it was nice. But, yeah, just on, on Steggs' goal, it was a, we was, the, the, the bench was right behind it. So, as soon as it, as you said, in terms of that laser, as soon as it left the foot, you could see it was going straight up the corner. And, and yeah, like you say, the, the raw was it was it was good to good to hear to be honest um but yeah just an absolute peach of a hit so yeah yeah fantastic for her well Lindsay, we want to spend a little bit of time talking to you about your experience of playing for forest and leading forest i know holly has a couple of questions for you but before we do that andy just a couple of quick questions for you about coaching this women's team and about the support that you've gotten from club leadership so uh, talk to us a little bit about that. It feels, it feels from the outside like the profile of the women's team has continued to go up and up. That obviously isn't by accident. Part of that was hiring you. Part of that was the recruitment process. But it seems like you've got more support from club leadership as well. Can you talk a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that really the whole process started um, probably 18 months ago now um, when sort of uh, the the I think the current owners wanted to bring the whole club together and, and bring every every asset of the club together. Um and at that moment they hired a general manager, Lee Billiard, who who actually left us just just as we moved into lockdown. Um I don't well it wasn't for lockdown. He he, he actually got the job with Bristol City before that, but that was a shame because he was he was instrumental in kind of everything that's in place now. Lee was um, was crucial in, in developing developing that environment and that culture that we've got right now, um, and that kind of that was where it started really. So so the hired Lee he was full time. So again, just by putting in full time members of staff is, is is the first thing because you, it allows you time to develop everything within the club. Um, and then I think six months after that they they appointed or they, they they advertised for my role, and then I was lucky enough to be the one that they selected for it, and and it's worked out quite well for myself. Um, you know, since then obviously. The worldwide pandemic that has um, happened has kind of slowed things down a little bit, but I think it's it's you you just look at the way that the the club is with with ourselves now in regards to that that nothing really has changed. You know, yes, there's been a couple of alterations due to the you know the economic climate, but you know, like you say, the the backing of the club is 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 first class and like a, a relatively um, sort of a, well, dare I say it. I like to think it's a good CV, hence why I got this job. But you know, I've worked at different clubs: Oxford United, Arsenal, Durham, um, and a few other places in in terms of the women's game. And this has been the best backed club I've I've, I've worked at. You know, I worked at Arsenal when it it wasn't it doesn't have the funding that it has now, um, and it was good then. But in regards to what what I know of, of Nottingham and, and where it can potentially go, the, the, the club's fantastic, and the backing's been backing's been second to none. So you know, I think like Lee used to say to us, to be fair, we've got to make sure that we produce on the pitch. You know, that's starts with myself, and then you know, Lindsay and the girls have got to have got to do the job on the pitch. And last season, we we we've, I thought we were fantastic from where we were, um, from where we were the season before, and and fingers crossed it keeps going. Now we've got a a, a good start, and we're four points from two. So. Yeah, we've got to make sure that we do what we can on the pitch, but everything off the off the pitch is, is ready and, and, and in place should we get promoted and, and should the licence application for um, for the Women's Championship, um, you know, be, be accepted. You know, everything is in place, but that's credit again to the, the, the current owners, the club, the infrastructure. You know, David Cook is a um, chief commercial officer who we, we report into has been, again, first class in regards to everything he's done to to promote the women's team within within the football club 
it's fantastic to hear you've gotten that support and that structures in place. And it sounds like you lost a key member of your team there right before the pandemic, which is unfortunate, but at least you have those structures in place and you feel like you're set up for success. I'm excited about your future, but I'm curious about your past. So what drew you to Nottingham Forest? Why did you throw your hat in the ring for this particular job? Um, well, to be honest, it was it, the, the club has, I've always had a, a, a slight interest in it purely, well, more from my dad because coming from Middlesbrough, he always spoke highly of a certain Brian Clough. So I always knew of Nottingham Forest, always knew of the European Championships, of, of what of what Cluffy did, um, you know, over the, the many years he was at the club and, and all that kind of stuff. So whole, I always knew of, of Nottingham. Now, to be honest, it's one of those when you're a coach and at the time I was out of work, you're looking for different bits and pieces. And so the job came up at Nottingham. I applied for it, went met Lee and, and that went quite well. Um, he, he wanted me to speak to a, a player or two and, um, coincidentally, Lindsay rang me up, um, and apparently that conversation went quite well. Um, and then, yeah, we, you know, we're now sat here on the uh, on the podcast with you guys. Um, you know, a year and a, a year and a bit later, so so everything's gone quite gone gone well. So the draw was the yeah the draw was the, the club itself. And once I'd met once I'd met Lee and he spoke about the plans. You know, you, you have different interviews with different clubs and you speak to different people and. Sometimes you just don't get a, a good feeling about a place, but yeah, as soon as I spoke to Lee, you kind of you knew it was almost like, well, if I don't get this job, I don't even want to know. You know, I'd rather you just never ring me again and never speak to me because everything that he said, he, he sold the dream of what Nottingham Forest could be um, in regards to the women's game and where it could grow to, and that was and that was it. It was it was you know it was it was just a really a, a dream position. And to be honest, I've loved every second of it since since I've had the role, and and, and long may that continue because. As well as that, the the group that we've that we've got and the group that, that I inherited was was fantastic. It's clear to see why you were drawn to Nottingham, Andy. Obviously, Lindsay, your story is a little different. You're from the area, right? So, talk to me a little bit yeah. about your journey and, and and kind of how you ended up being a part of this team and and leading this team. I started at Forest since I was about eight, so I'd been there quite a while up until going through all the age groups up until um, eighteen. Um, and that, that's when I moved on to Doncaster for f five years. Um, and then I've come back after that. Um, and I've been here now about five years, I think, since coming back from Doncaster. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of come full circle back from that. But um, Forest has always been a place in my heart. And obviously it's my hometown club. So I was, I was always looking forward to coming back um, in the future. So it was a really good sort of good time to come back as well. And see, I was wondering, as a, a Forest fan yourself, what kind of uh, what kind of captain are you? Are you more sort of Stuart Pearce, Psycho, or or Cohen? Oh, do I don't know. A... Um, I don't think I'm as psycho as Psycho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, he's he's always been one of my favourite players. I was obviously a bit kind of a bit too young to kind of see him play properly, but my family have always raved about him. My uncle and my dad loved him, so I've always watched clips and stuff of him. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess Andy can kind of tell me a bit more what I'm like, but I don't know. Uh, uh, Lindsay's she's very she's very calm, very composed. I think to be honest, she probably leaves the psycho bit to me. Um, <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite a, a quite a, a shouter and a raver and a baller, and and yeah, we'll we'll let people know what's uh, what I want them to do um, in no uncertain terms. I think, um, and Lindsay might say, but yeah, she's very calm and composed, so. 
again, apologies for any any really diehard Nottingham fans. I do really apologise for this. I couldn't tell you if the, which captain would that be like. Holly, you might be able to let help us out on that one. Um, Sounds like more of a Cohen, I would say. Yeah, he's, kind he's of, quite a chilled one, eh? And yeah. just show, show what he does rather than shout what he does. Absolutely, yeah. But leading by example. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So how does it feel to you sort of putting on the Forest jersey and going out with the armband? I'm a leading forester. How does that feel to you as a forest fan? I couldn't no, imagine great. anything better, to be honest. Like, <laughs> that'd be my absolute dream. No, it, it is like it sounds really cliche, but it is an absolute honour to to wear the badge, and mm. especially certain like you say, like Dar- playing against Derby, um, certain occasions make it that extra special. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I absolutely love playing for the club, so it is a huge honour. So I know um, there's a lot of kind of misogynistic kind of comments going around on social media at the moment well generally um on women's football on kind of like twitter and and facebook and and that kind of thing and i just wondered um lindsay if you'd ever been subjected to that kind of thing or or what your experience of um sort of sexist kind of attitudes towards the women's game whether you'd had any particular experiences um yeah a lot of the time to be honest since I was young it's always kind of been people have comments about stuff um I don't know I think I've just learned to just get on with it I'm not I'm not really bothered what anyone else thinks I think we've got obviously got um a good group of players and still a good good group of fans so I think it's one of it's a case of you want to try to prove people wrong and if people give women's football a chance then I think they'll see what a good good sport it is it's difficult to compare it to men's football. It's complete. I think it's a completely different sport. Really, it's yeah. it's not really the same, um, like physically and everything. So we won't be able to compete necessarily with the men's team. But in our own right, we've got a great sport, and we, the dedication that everyone puts into it should not really be mocked. And I don't know. It's disappointing that people think and say the things that they do. But mm-hmm. like I say, I think I've just learned to kind of brush it aside and forget what they w- want to say about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a massive advocate for that. I think it's all about yeah. having, um, you know, role models for the young generation, the young girls that are kind of coming through that can see, you know, obviously in the women's Lionesses team, like the Lucy Bronzes and the, and the Ellen Whites and those kind of people that they can sort of look to and say, hey, you know, I can be like her. Um, is, yeah, there anyone exactly. in the, is there anyone in the, uh, in the forest team that I think has the potential to, to be a future Lioness? So we've got quite a few good young players at the minute. Um, to be honest, a lot of our squad's fairly young and have got a huge potential. So I think there's quite a few that you can keep an eye on. Um, there's a few that already in, like had call-ups for the younger age groups. Like There's Lucy Johnson that's um, come to us this season in the under-19 squad. Um, there's people like Bex Rayner that have been in it before, as well as Liv Cook. So there's quite a few in our team that potentially have got, got that in their, their locker to go up there. Fantastic. That's really exciting to hear. My mm. daughter plays competitively. She's only 12 and a half, but she's played competitively for like five years. And living here in the States, her role models have been, well, primarily it's been Carly Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, with the emergence of the Lionesses team and the ability for us to see the team over here now, because it's on TV, um, yeah, that's, been, that's been so important for her. And actually I took her to, to Dallas. Uh, it's only up the street for us, three hour drive. Uh, to go and see the Lionesses when they were touring out here and play against the um, US women's team. And yeah, it was fantastic. Actually got a signed jersey from Steph Horton and 
you know, that's, it's so, it's so important. It's so important for our girls to be able to see that and be close to that, you know, be proximate to that and recognize that's something that they can pursue as well. So it's exciting to hear that we have those young girls coming through the system at Forest that, you know, might go on to the national stage potentially. And, you know, that comes into my next question, actually, for, for the both of you, which is a lot of our listeners aren't going to be that familiar well, probably the women's game, certainly with Nottingham Forest women's team. So give us a sense of, you know, they're very familiar with kind of what men's team looks like and boy, do they have opinions, um, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> um, talk to us about the, the identity of the women's team. You mentioned that, Lindsay, pretty young team. So um, talk to us about the identity, kind of how do you see the team? How does it play? How do you look to play? You know, what's your your style and your approach give our listeners a sense of what Nottingham Forest women's team is like um I get, yeah we have got a f- quite a few long, young players but we've got a lot of experience as well in in certain players too so I think the way Andy sets us up um we like to press high um get in their faces and when we obviously when we win the ball back try and get our shots on target but we, we do like to keep the ball too at times so I think we've got ability to kind of mix it up depending on who we're playing and, and obviously points in the game. Um, in terms of personnel, we've got quite a mix and we've got a, quite a good squad depth at the minute as well. We've signed quite a new, few new players this season. Um, and I think the strength in depth is, is really good this season as well. So we've got ability all over the pitch. Yeah, I think to add to, to that point as well, that um, I suppose, yeah, from one of the sort of roles I was tasked with was to, you know, develop a, if you like, a style or, or a playing philosophy. Um, and, yeah, Lindsay's right. For me, it's it's to be aggressive and to be on the front foot and, and to try and, and do everything we can to, to I suppose, I, I say it a few times in training and, and one before games, of, of put on a show, you know. And, and sometimes that might be, you know, we unfortunately, potentially in certain games, have to defend and we have to sit, tight, keep compact and, and try and break teams down and, and play on the counter. Um, but, you know, other games, certain people in, in certain roles can, can do different jobs. So, therefore, we can we can press higher. We can try and win the ball early and, and score from um, those sorts of positions and, and things like that. So, yeah, we're, this season, you know, has, has definitely been a, a bit of a change and a bit of a, an, an evolve, uh, an evolving kind of um, way of playing. Um, I think Lindsay would agree with me. I think last season we were a little bit more... Um, Four three three, sit deeper, or dare us, like a little bit like the men's first team, really. If if you came and watched us last season, um, we would sit a little bit deeper. We would probably break and and score on the counter, and and we had a few games where it was one nils, two ones, um, you know, scoring sort of late on as well. Um, whereas this season, the the sort of the group and the team that we've managed to to, to put together, it, it kind of it's allowed us to 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 be a little bit more expansive and a little bit more aggressive in that. Um. So, you know, I think that's something around football, though. You've got to play to the players' abilities and the players' strengths as well at times. Um, obviously, it's my job to try and improve that as best you can. But, yeah, we're, we're evolving all the time. And, and, and Lindsay's right. We're, we're, yeah, I, I try and set us up to, to, to be aggressive, to be on the front foot. But ultimately, you can't control the opposition. So you've got to sometimes defend. And like I keep saying to them, it's just a part of the game defending. So let's enjoy it as well. I guess it's a pretty good sense, I think, of who the team are and how you set them up. I want to talk a bit more about the season so far and your aspirations moving forward. Before we do, though, let's have a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's like, yeah, fun for oh, you. No. <laughs> 
Do we, have, do we have a jingle? Do we have a jingle for We you? do have a jingle. It gets inserted <laughs> after the fact. But yeah, we oh. do have a... <laughs> what is it? What's the jingle? <laughs> okay, in full transparency, I don't know, because I've got our production guy working on it right now, actually. Oh, okay, right. Once, right, once okay. we do big norms, I listen back to him like, oh, that's really fun, but it needs something. It needs a jingle. It needs a jingle. It needs something. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I was expecting... When you looked down, I thought, I thought, hello. This is going to be nice. <laughs> like... Oh dear me. All right, so we are going to play our new game this season. We're inviting all of our guests. Well, we're not really inviting, that's a wrong, wrong turn of fright. I mean, I, I give them a chance to back out. Nobody has yet, but <laughs> you're kind of roped in. Uh, playing our new game called Box to Box. So just give you guys a little rundown of the rules. Um, I have two sheets with questions on here in front of me. Uh, one is our home questions, the other is our away questions. The home questions are all centered around Nottingham Forest. Uh, I apologize, Mia Culpa up front, very few of them about the women's game. That's on me, sorry. I'm educating myself, <laughs> that's part of the process here. Um, the away sheet is questions from anywhere in the world of footy, right? So it could be about Premier League players, they could be from Europe, they could be the international game. You're going to go question to question and tell me whether or not you guys want a home question or an away question. Home questions are worth one point. Away questions are worth three points. If you get a question wrong, you're going to end up losing that number of points. We'll tally it all up at the end. But if you go for an away question, you get it wrong. Three points will come off your tally at the end. Okay. We're going to get 90 seconds, like you get 90 minutes in the game. And then we'll go ahead and tally it all up and see where you guys are. Now, I'm not going to tell you, unless you want the pressure of knowing what Big Norm's score was. Do you want that? Or do yeah, you want yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. See the competitor. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so he got nine, which oh, okay. is decent. You know, decent. I used to three, play this. Three, three away scores. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. Um, you know, some of this is strategy. He went heavy on the away questions and... and I think you only got one wrong. Yeah, it was a decent run. It was a decent run. So now you guys are going to get the added advantage of two heads are better than one because I'm going to let you play together. Because I thought it was cruel to have you pit, you know, compete you against one another. So <laughs> because I knew Andy, if Lindsay beat you at this, you'd never hear the end of it in the next few practices. Yeah, so. he's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Could imagine the group chat tonight would be going, uh, would be going off. But yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, you ready? Yeah. The time will start here when I say home or away, okay? And you're going to tell me which list of questions you want to go from initially, all right? Andy, Lindsay, home or away? Home. home. Forest recently rebranded the women's team to be Nottingham Forest women's team. What was it called previously? Nottingham Forest ladies. Hey, one point. Good job. <laughs> home or away? Go on, Andy. Uh, uh, we go home again. Yep. Forest play in a very distinctive colour red, known commonly as what? <gasps> Gary Baldy. There you go. Holly's playing along yeah. here. <laughs> home away. <laughs> home. <laughs> home. She's loving these home questions. Who succeeded Brian Clough as Forest manager? Oh, Frank Clough. Very good. See, home good, good job, Yoria. <laughs> home away. So go away. Away. Let's go away. All right, cool. Brazilian Neymar set a world record transfer fee almost £200 million. Who's the most expensive English player? Record transfer for an English player. Is that my boy? English player. 
Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll go with that. Go with that. I'm gonna yeah, let you absolutely. say. Absolutely, Harry Maguire. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Well done. Three points. Hammer away. Let's go away again. Okay. Which club was relegated from the English Premier League with the lowest ever points total? Oh, easy. Oh, Derby. Hammer away. Five seconds. Hammer away. 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 Most successful British manager, Alex Ferguson, managed Man United, Aberdeen, and Scotland, among others. But can you name one team he played for? He played for? One team he played for. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he played for Aberdeen. I've, I've got Lovren in my head, but I think that's where he's from. I mean, he did manage Aberdeen. Uh, the, to- uh, the tone uh, in my voice to suggest don't go with the answer. Oh. <laughs> no. All right. St. Mirren. Are you okay with that, Lindsay? Yeah, go for it. Queens Park, Dunfermline, Rangers, Falkirk, Air United, St. Johnston. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> so close, guys. So close. <laughs> hey, guess what you ended up with? Nine, Nine points. Nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Big Norm that's doesn't hold over right. you, Lindsay. That's okay. <laughs> good job, guys. Thanks for being such good sports. Guys, so let's transition to this season specifically. Uh, as I think it was mentioned earlier, you opened up the season with a 2 2 draw against West Brom, who I understand are a decent outfit this year. So nothing to be ashamed of there. It's always nice to get off the mark with the points. And of course, then followed that up with that fantastic win over Derby County. You now have two games coming hot on the heels, right? You have Sheffield FC and Stoke. Is that right? Coming up here in the next seven days. Talk to us a little bit about um, those matches and how you're preparing for them. And then, Andy, can you expand upon your ambitions for the season? What are you hoping to be able to achieve with this Forest women's team this season? Focus on those games to begin with. So, yeah, we've, we've got um, Sheffield tomorrow. Um, we've already had one training session, which was yesterday. So we've been preparing, um, kind of we've looked at the analysis from the Derby game and kind of put things in our heads right that we want to, to like sort of target and improve on um, and also had a look back at the the good things that we did and try and do more of that so I think we're all just kind of focused on Thursday first of all we know we've got a two game week so we, I'd, I love a game under the under the lights so it's, it's great to get out on a midweek game and um, we're all really excited and hoping to kind of well it's our first night game at home as well so hoping to get a big crowd and um, get three points under the bag. Yeah that's uh yeah that's exactly it it's something that i've kind of tried to focus on every, every game since we've been here just literally focus on the next game that sort of cliche of the the most important game is the next one but you know it's 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 worked so far for us and and yeah we're continuing that with a we had a great night on on tuesday um and like lindsay said the the squad depth is 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 good this year we've got kind of at least two players for every position which makes my job hard but you know i've pick the players so you know it's kind of what I was expecting but yeah the, the quality in the team's great and, and not 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 just that the, the spirit that, that they've all got on the togetherness is fantastic as well so you know it it, it hopefully it'll, it'll board well throughout the whole season but yeah Sheffield we're expecting a tough game they haven't had a ever had a great start but like any team you know last season we didn't have a great start we lost the first couple of games and then funny enough we played Sheffield and that was the the, the game that kind of turned it around for us last season um, you know, we lost the first two, two, three league fixtures, and then, you know, we didn't lose in the league 
sorry, we lost once in the league, you know, since that that game last season. So, yeah, we're we're expecting a tough game because they'll they'll want to they'll want to prove themselves and they'll want to get you know get points on the board themselves. So yeah, we're we're prepared for that and and hopefully we'll be able to uh, you know continue that that sort of momentum that we've built so far in the first two games. So if um, if people want to go along and see Forest Women Women's uh, promotion winning season, where would they go uh, and how do they get tickets? So it's Eastwood um, Eastwood FC is where we play, um, and the tickets because of track and trace and and everything around COVID and the pandemic at the moment, everything's online. So if you just go onto the the Forest ticket page and um, if you if you're a men's season ticket holder, you can just log in. Um, and you can apply, and well, not apply, you can buy, well, you don't even have to buy, I don't even know why I'm saying that, it's a free ticket if you're a season <laughs> ticket holder, so you can go yeah. get, a, get a free ticket and, and join in, so if, um, obviously, we can't get into the city ground right now, but you can come down to Eastwood and see the game for free through season ticket holder, and if you're not a season ticket holder, you can go onto the same website, register your details, and uh, buy a ticket, I think it's £5 for an adult, and 2 £3 for a concession, I think, Um I'm, I say I should probably know that. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah. It is two. Well. <laughs> two pound. I'm going to say. I'm going to say two. And if not, someone's going to tell me I'm wrong. Um, I think it might so, be yeah, three. You know. Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry. I get sent to your day to day here, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, this happens a lot in training. Um, <laughs> Andy, I think we've got eleven players on the pitch already. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Sorry. Um, but yeah, look, so get yourself down and, and hopefully, like I said earlier on, we can put a bit of a show on and, and yeah, it'll be good to get a good crowd in again. You know, we've, what, we had 430 at the weekend against Derby and if we can get somewhere somewhere close to that, you know, I'm, I'm sure we can ask the Charlotte Steggles to score another free kick like that to <laughs> impress everyone as well. Um, and if she gets the opportunity, I'm sure she'll try and oblige. So yeah, it's um, it, it should be good. Fantastic. Um, so for those that don't really know about the Women's Pyramid uh, and are only really familiar with the Women's Super League, can you just explain where your league is in relation to, to the Super League um, in the Pyramid and how it all works? Yeah, so, we've, so WSL obviously is, the, is the, 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 the top, the Premier League, the, the pinnacle of where we all want to get to. And then under that, you've got a chat, the, the Women's Championship, and then we fall under that, which then splits into a North and South National League. So you've got the FA Women's uh, National League North, FA Women's National League South, and we're in the North. So we'll go as, as we'll play as far north as Sunderland, and, and we'll go down obviously West Brom and um, over to the west of, of sort of Burnley, um, Files, places like that. So, and, and the South have the same sort of thing. And then from our structure, we have uh, promotion and relegation, uh, sorry, promotion from our league. So there'll be a, a, nor a Northern and a Southern winner, and those two teams, I think. They used to do it where it was a playoff to then get promoted into the championship. But I think it depends on what the FA are looking to do. They might promote both a northern and a southern team. So then both teams would go into the championship. Um, and then the, the license, the, the way that the FA run it at the moment, because they have the, 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 the sort of the leagues, um, the power over the league and, and all that kind of thing, is that, that they go through an application process. So we have to apply to go up, which is not too dissimilar if you were playing in, say, I don't know, step seven or step six or step five in, in the men's game, you know, and, and applying to go, you know, up to the next next league in terms of you might go from conference north to conference or whatever it might be. If your ground doesn't fit the the, the regulations or the pitch isn't quite there, then then your application is rejected. And it's exactly the same for ourselves. 
um, we've got to we've got to make sure that the core criteria fits and that we can uh, potentially get promoted. Uh, and like I said earlier, the the club is in a great position that everything that we're doing at the moment is in line with a championship club and a championship team. So so we're right we're, we're right where we need to be. We just need to perform and we just need to keep sort of maintaining the results and, 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 the, and the standards and quality that we have. And if we can do that, hopefully, as you said, Holly, it might be. Um, well, I'm saying might be. It will be Nottingham Forest women's promotion season. Absolutely, um, yeah, positive. Like, you know, we've, yeah, we've got to, We've just got to keep doing what we're doing and and keep training well, keep playing well, and and let's see where it goes. But yeah, hopefully we can uh, enjoy a hell of a ride this season. Personally, I can't wait to see Forest up there. I'm just waiting for the day. I mean, I never get to really watch them down south. I think the only game I went to was when we played a cup game a few years ago against Millwall. Um, but I'd be there every week. Um, I'm not just saying that either. I ge- genuinely would if uh, if I lived back in the uh, in the East Midlands. So fingers crossed for you guys. If you get into that Super League, Andy Holly will be there with her boots over her shoulder. Are you kidding me? Trying to get the armband off Lindsay. Fighting for it. I'm okay. terrible, by the way. I can't kick a ball, so no use. <laughs> <laughs> With that cap on, you could be like our Jurgen Klopp with that cap on. You could come absolutely. And... I've got the glasses in my bag, yeah. so I'll just pop them on. Yeah, and... there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wrap up this this pod by coming back to my really my initial comments, which is I had the privilege of seeing the game. Obviously, Andy, you sent me over the videos. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we talked a lot about Charlotte's goal. Rose's goal was fantastic as well. Counter attack. I think it was uh, four players, five touches from one box to the other, great finish. Uh, I shouldn't say I was surprised at the quality of football, and this has nothing to do with the fact it was the women's game. It was to do with the fact it wasn't Super League. I, I, had, I had no idea what to expect. And so when I watched it, I was really, really impressed and really entertained. And so one of the things I asked Andy about, which he has generously uh, agreed to allow us to do, is to share out uh, those those videos to any of our listeners. So if there's any listeners who'd like to see Nottingham Forest women versus Derby County women, like to see that game, it's we'd be happy to send them on to you here from Forest Fancast, courtesy of Andy Cook and the team. And I'd encourage you to reach out and ask for them, uh, yeah, particularly given the men's season so far. <laughs> we have been a little uh, starved of, it, of entertainment up till this point. And uh, I guarantee you this is 90 minutes of quality football that you'd enjoy watching. So the offer's on the table. Listeners, go ahead and reach out to us and we'll be happy to go ahead and email those those files over to you. Thanks for that, Andy. We appreciate it. No problem. So guys, uh, as folks become more familiar with the team and obviously, you know, we'd love, love them to come out and watch you and support you. We mentioned earlier, you had almost 500 people show up for the, for the Derby game. Just in closing, if you could both talk to us a little bit about what that means to you and what it feels like on match day. What kind of difference does it make when you have Nottingham behind you, when you have the community show up, when you have people en masse come out and support the work you're doing here with the women's team. When you're walking out and you can obviously see a big crowd, it's it's really kind of inspiring, really. Like they're, they're Obviously, they're just to watch you guys. Um, see a lot of young girls looking, um, watching with their little forest shirts on. And obviously, one day they want to be like you. So it's, it's, it's great to see so many fans um, coming down to support us. Um, Obviously, Derby always brings out a few more fans than normal, I, I'd guess. But um, it would be great to get some of them to come. Hopefully, it was their first time they come back again. Sort of been impressed by it all and want to come back and see us again. Because um, it really, it really is great to see so many people down there. Yeah, I, 
echo everything that, that Lindsay's said for me. The just you know the the atmosphere that that is that, that it creates when you have you know uh, just just fans in the ground. It, it, it there's something sort of different, and especially if you can get five six seven hundred things like that you know especially at the, the grounds we play at you know eastwood and, and, and places like that the the they're so close to the pitch they're so tight to to, to sort of yourselves on on well myself on the sideline um you know there's the, the, there's a real buzz even when you're playing and you know little little things that maybe is a lost in in a way especially at the, the top end of, of men's football and it you know it's a little bit more like your non-league you know the you know, I could chop someone on a pitch and I'll quite often get like a little comment, probably from our own players, to be honest. But, um, you know, there's a few people, there's a few people in the stands that will, you know, they'll just give you, they'll give you something, which I think sometimes is a little bit lost, especially in the, the you know, the, 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 the men's game at that top end. So it's just, it's just that little bit, you know, there's just a, a closer atmosphere. And, and, and the other side of it as well is, like Lindsay said, that, it's it's growing the game and trying to get as many people in the door, you know, whether it's, you know, a, a men's support, a, a guy or a woman that, that supports just the, the men's team that never, that never been to a game, you know, they might come in and just sort of go, Let, let's have a look. You know, we can't get into the city ground right now. So why don't we go and see what, see what the women's team has to offer and, and hopefully we can put a bit of a show on and, and, and you know, we'll, we'll get a few of them down again. Um, and then equally, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of young girls that we get to the game that, you know, before the, the the pandemic, you know, we, we always had like a little section after the game where the girls would sign autographs. And, you know, it was always, I'd say at least, bear in mind the numbers that we have, you'd have 10 to 15 sort of parents and sets of parents and, 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 and you know, players, uh, children there, you know, asking for the for autographs for the girls, which is great for them. And, you know, hopefully that a couple of them, you know, sort of see Lindsay or they'll see Katie or Bex or, you know, any of the other players that we have that, Go, oh, I want to be like them, which is then just just great for great for the game and great for the city because it's you know we're not just looking at I know he's gone now, but a Matty Cash or you know some of the stuff that that comes through the academy, which is fantastic within the within the the, the male side of the, of the club that they're looking and going well you know the the female side is doing just as well and we're, we're producing good footballers and it's it's another pathway for at least fifty percent of the population um, you know and 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 again it's something that. That I'm really passionate about, and and it, yeah, it, it just it, it just adds so much so much to to ourselves as as a team and a group that you know you're going out and and the it's not you're not just playing for yourselves. You you kind of you've got that little bit of pressure and you've got that little bit of support to you know to go and send people home happy with the result. You know, and and you know we we have a, funny enough we have a core. There's there's like a, a little family. There's well what five, four or five of them, Lindsay, that literally. They will come every game home and away, and they come and support us. And like I say, so we'll go up to Middlesbrough or, or Sunderland away. Uh, Burnley actually, we played twice there last season in the FA Cup and the league, and 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 the family. Um, I think is is the daughter is it Sophie, is it, the little girl. Sophie, Sophie sorry, the Sophie. Yeah, yeah, the little girl Sophie, like always brings us sweets and always brings us little bits <laughs> and bobs and stuff like that. And like you know, she's just fantastic that. That you know that they can that they come and they travel and the supporters and like you say you know yeah the men's team will get maybe two three thousand away but you know we get five six if we're lucky and and that support even an away game is fantastic so you know to have to have anyone come down and come well to have people come down and watch us is fantastic if we can get a few more a few more in there it'd be just great for us and, and I know that we'll we'll definitely graft to to make sure that we put on a show that we can get three points and and send them all happy as, as Nottingham Forest fans. You guys uh, are so likable. 
This has been so much fun <laughs> talking with both of you. Your team plays great football. You represent Nottingham Forest and season ticket holders can come see you for free. I mean, come on. What's not to like? I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's not even a question. And like, and like you said, Andy, we can't even get in the city ground right now. So it's a no-brainer. I mean, again, I can't say this strongly enough. I, the, the intent of this particular episode isn't for it to be a commercial for the women's team, but I'm sold. I mean, after seeing the game and talking to you guys, I, I wish you nothing but the best. And I think mm. it's setting the team up for success here, Andy. And I know Holly and I, as died in the Wolf Forest supporters, are as excited to see what you guys can do this year uh, as the men can pull out. So uh, thank you so much for your time today, Holly. Fantastic. Yeah, really great to speak to you guys. Um, I think there's a lot of ambition there. I can see, I can feel it. Um, and I'm really, really excited for this team. And as I say, I'll be there every week if I could. So wishing you the best of luck, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, this episode probably won't drop, unfortunately, until after your next two games. But we're going to make sure we promote the heck out of those on Twitter and our social media channels. And then hopefully when this episode does drop, Folks will get uh, inspired to come out and support you. We wish you all the best for the season. You're a couple of great characters and uh, we're, we're fortunate to have you represent our team. So good luck for the rest of the year, guys. Thanks so very much again for joining us on the Forest Fancast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. All the best.